Hello, this is Mark, and what you're about to hear is a conversation between myself and Simeon, one of the Wayback Teachers who was normally based in America, but had come over to the UK. Now, this was recorded outside in a busy cafe on the seaside, so the audio is not studio quality, but I hope that doesn't detract too much from the message. Podcast number 36. Cheers, Mark. Should fit that up in the microphone. <laughs> a nice chink. So... I think we should introduce ourselves. Everyone, I think, knows me. Um, I'm Mark from the Wayback Meditation, and hi all. I'm Simeon from the Wayback Meditation as well. Yeah, and Sim's someone I've known for a long time. Yeah, about thirty years. It's Mark. I first clapped eyes on you in 1991 when you conscripted me to the sixth form rugby team at Court. So how many years is that? That is 31 years. 31 years. Maybe we should celebrate that. Well, we, we won't do it in front of the mic. We'll make, we'll make more make more noise. So Sim, in case you guys don't know, Sim's um, over in America on the East Coast. On the East Coast, yeah, Massachusetts. And so we don't get to meet up very often. And he's over here on other business, but he's very kindly agreed to meet up. And as good friends as well, it's always nice to meet up. But Sim's also one of the way back teachers. Um, and I kind of sprung this on him, but I had the equipment on me anyway. So I said, look, if we're going to meet up, let's make a podcast now for those of you listening or if you're watching on the video um, there's going to be a lot of background noise this wasn't really a planned thing um, but we thought look we can't waste this opportunity it's about once a year that you're over in in Blighty in England so hopefully you can hear us clearly and yeah yeah, it should be good, shouldn't it? There's, there's a lot of people about, but it's nice to see. And this is completely on script yeah. as well, so I've got yeah. an idea. Certainly, I mean, yeah, I, I was looking forward to catching up with Mark. It's great that we get to do this once a year, and it is such a beautiful day. So, Mark, thanks for uh, making the time yeah. and catching up down in Westgate. But, yeah, I had some, some questions and some, some thoughts to share, which I guess spawned some questions. But my first question, Mark, we only get to see each other once a year, <laughs> and, it, and it's in person. Yeah. Although we catch up on the Monday night meetups, which is absolutely yeah. fantastic. My first question is, buddy, how are you as a mate and as a friend? You always look super well, and I want to make sure you are well because I don't get to ask you, ask you that question uh, <laughs> okay. often. But you know, as as a friend first and foremost, um, I want to make sure that how am I doing? Mark is good. Yeah, life is good. Um, I mean, you've known me for many many years, and you've kind of followed my journeys when I've been traveling abroad and living abroad and stuff and back in England I think talking just as a human being life is can be all kinds of things and and I think I've had the big houses I've had lots of vehicles and cars and I'm probably living the most humbly and simply and I've got to be honest it's fantastic Um, I've talked about this before but you know, um, because you've known me and you've seen me with the motorbikes and the camper yeah. vans mm. and the Golf Duty, you know, and all the toys. Um, <laughs> Mark is called All the Gear, No Idea. All the Gear and No Idea. <laughs> Something you know well. <laughs> I remember going sailing with this guy and that was definitely... Uh, no idea. No idea what we were doing. And the fact that we made it back kind of proves that there must be something greater. No, in all, in all honesty, life is really, really good. And as you know, I spend... People question what I do. But you know how much work is yeah. going on in the background, and I'm drawing on a lot of the skills that I learned as an IT developer and stuff, just keeping things like the website going, doing these videos and video editing yeah. and things, um, which I love doing. Yeah. But it's doing it for the right reason. I'm doing it hopefully to help people, and so that just personally, I get a lot of satisfaction. Yeah. And you know that behind what we're really talking about with the way back is is Jesus and God, and so. Yeah. 
in a way, would I rather be back in the days earning big bucks working for corporate companies? No, no way. I'm so happy doing what I'm doing because I know that what I'm doing, whether people um, believe it, you know, that's their choice. But I believe in what I'm doing is good yeah, yeah. and helping people. And so, yeah, health-wise. Yeah, all good, all, all good. good. So Mark, just on that point, what you do, you I know you put a lot into what you do, you put a lot of effort into it, you devote all of your time to it, and I have to just say that I am very grateful for it because, you know, I do live in Massachusetts, it's three and a half thousand miles away. There, there's a lot here that I miss and often yearn for. And you're missed as well. Yeah, oh, that's good. <laughs> well, that's nice to know. Well, you know, you've um, got, when you come down, you've got people that are yeah. friends and family practice. But the way back group, makes me feel very connected to, to many things, not just the UK, but to a fantastic group. And I really can't stress how important that is to me, catching up on a Monday. Um, I, I really, really enjoy it. I get so much from it. it. It makes a big difference to my life. Um, so I have to thank you for everything you do for that and everything that the, the Wayback members do, just being present and being there for one another. It's, yeah. it's, it's really, really, really big. I think if someone's listened to this on a podcast and they don't know what's what's this the way back group the members and things like this, um, the people that have really kind of embraced the teachings of the way back and you know they're not paying money for this it's all free, yeah. uh, no one's twisting their arm come and go as they please but the people that have really embraced it we we offer a weekly catch up online called the Monday Meetup and. Um, it's a chance for people around the world because quite often there's people yourself in America, people up north, people down south, people in other countries join in. And it, yeah, like I say, it keeps the family together, it's the spiritual family. What I've found, because I've eschewed so many aspects of what people call normal life, so I don't, I don't go to work for a company or anything, so I don't have that social interaction that you get from doing yeah. that kind of work. I still do a bit of freelance work, but that's very much with a, a small group of people. Um, you realise how important the people you choose to have in your life are. You can't choose all everyone in your life, but the people that you choose to let into your life are, are really, really special. And the way back is, to me, family, you know. Um, yeah. And you have family. Yeah. I've known you longer than some people, you know, I'm older than you know, you've known your kids only a third of the time that you've known me. Um, so, and, and I think there's something really valuable in those meetups, background noise is fine, those meetups where you can actually talk honestly like this about spiritual stuff and about life with people who are on the level, yeah. on your wavelength, yeah. you know, because otherwise, and a lot of people who are spiritual find this, as you become more spiritually awake, yeah. maybe some of the people you've known in your life drop away because they're not on that wavelength and they don't want to be and it creates friction. Yeah. Does that, have you ever, have you found that? Has it created friction? Um, not it, so much friction, but you feel like you're, you're different or you're evolving and they're not. So it's yeah. a contrast and a yes. change. And you know, everybody I have in my life at the moment, I, I totally value. And I can certainly notice when, if spirituality comes up or spiritual questions come up, or there's a discussion around something greater than, than what's currently physically within our present, hmm. I know it can start to alienate certain people. But maybe, maybe, if I notice that, then my conversation might change 
So maybe maybe I suffer a little bit by changing the conversation and wanting to talk about something just to make sure I don't alienate somebody. But I can certainly see that the more spiritual, the more aware you become of, of some of this, it doesn't align with certain people. So if you want more of it in your life, you may not gravitate towards some of those people well, I think, as much. I think you touch on two important things there, because number one is compassion. So look, not everyone's interested, and that doesn't mean that we have to push oh, them away yeah. or ignore them. Um, so from that point of view, it's, it's wise, I think, and kind to demonstrate compassion. So look, if these people are in your world right now, you don't want to alienate them. You, you know, they might not be interested in bigger picture stuff, that's fine. But then when it comes to um, when you have a choice, you know, if we take a real step back and say, well, look, everyone's just demonstrating vibration. Mm. Lower vibration, higher vibration. Sometimes people are in a good mood, sometimes they're not. Yeah. We have a choice about what vibrations we let into our lives. And I think that's also a demonstration of wisdom and compassion to self. Yes. So it's yes. finding that balance, being in the world, but also... What do we let into our personal world? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So on that point, Mark, vibrations and good vibrations. <laughs> going to start swinging the beach boys. As the beach boys once said, you know, I like good vibrations. Right. <laughs> I'm Some, resisting some, and singing. <laughs> something along that line. It sort of takes me to my next question. Mm. And it's around something which I think is just fantastic. And if you go to the Wayback website, you can read all about this. Lots of important information on that website, the six virtues. Yeah. And every time I hear the six virtues, talk about them, think about them, I just feel just my vibrations change. They totally do, Mark, because it grounds me every single time. It's the thing that I have as my, my values. They really are, right? And... I wanted to ask you a question about the six virtues. Okay. But I want to share a little, just something. I put the six virtues, you had um, a screen background. And I, I like to, I love to remind myself of the six virtues. Please don't ask me what the six virtues, all of them are. I know that they are in my heart, but I can't recite For all of them For those watching now. our video, they will appear magically on the screen. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Right. But I had them on my screen at work. And whenever I was presenting, I'd load up my computer, people would see the six virtues. And many people would inquire, oh, what's this, the six virtues? You have love on there, unconditional love, non-judgmental. It's a great way to start a meeting, by the way, mm. if you see the six virtues. But a colleague and a good friend in my team um, was, was really intrigued to learn more about the six virtues. He took the six virtues home, told his wife about them, his children about them. I went round his house two weeks ago for a barbecue. <laughs> no, his wife is an artist, right. very much like your sister's. Um, and she made a beautiful picture for the wall of the six virtues. And she was so excited to show me this picture. Amazing. Because she says, Sim, when things are getting me down and I start to get angry or frustrated with life, maybe her vibrations are changing, Mark. She looks at the six virtues and it grounds her. It sends her to a place. And I, I, I couldn't wait. I don't, I don't know why, Mark. Why, why, I wanted to get back and tell you this. Oh, Whether it was that. the right thing. Maybe it's a bit like the Tyson Fury book, which maybe was down <laughs> the wrong road. But I was so excited to tell you about this. And I'm glad we're recording this podcast because it, it had a big, profound what, what, impact on her. What's she, the first name? Anna. Anna? Anna. So Anna. 
thank you for drawing this picture. If, I'd, I'd love to see it. Uh, you know, if someone could send me a picture of okay. it, that'd be amazing. I'll do that. Yeah, I mean, it's so nice to hear. It. I think, yeah. The, look, the six virtues. We talk about this a little bit on the website. We talk about this in some of the other videos. So, um, if people are, if anything we say kind of goes, whoa, hang on a sec, go back to the start. Start listening podcast number one or video number one. But the way back teachings come from somewhere. It's the way back to God at the end of the day, and we're being guided. And you know behind a lot of what we do is guidance from Jesus and the moment you say that or God then we go into the whole religious thing so let's knock this out of the ballpark and I talk about it a lot in all the other videos this is not religion religion doesn't own Jesus and it doesn't own God so what we're talking about is spirituality truth find out for yourself that kind of thing not believe anything not doctrination or this book or that book and the, the six virtues are kind of the core or a, certainly a significant part of the guidance that we've been given and that we've been that we want to share. If I I'll put you on the spot a little bit because when and if anyone wants the we've got a nice desktop picture that you can get for free and put it on your desktop and I put a link in the description or something like that. But because what's the next level of understanding about the six virtues? I know what the answer is, but I want to hear what you say. So how do you take use the six virtues to take you to the next level? No, how do you take the six virtues to the next level? So say you've got them or you've got a lovely piece of artwork and you yeah. can see these words. That's one part of the teaching. What's the other kind of big part of the teaching? I'm putting you on the spot a bit. You are putting me on the spot, Mark. And, and I guess if it's aligned with the six virtues, then it is practicing the six virtues. In relation to? In, to relation, in relation to God. And? and to humanity and? and bringing them closer together and and self and yourself yes yeah. Quite, quite, yes yes so that's Wait, the... okay so being non-judgmental so maybe it's how you respond to certain yeah. things having unconditional love for yourself yeah yes yeah yeah Absolutely. so and but i think when i read and i look at the six virtues mm. and i go through them it gives me that sense of well-being sim actually it's all right it's all right to have that feeling but bring yourself back it makes me feel good, which yeah. allows me to be good with others. Good is the root word of good is God. Godly. Yes. Good. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Um, so with the six virtues, so what I was kind of guiding you there <laughs> to, and I know you know this, it's just the question, you know, maybe caught you off guard, but so the six virtues are these stances or these um, expressions of love. Yeah. And they start with humility for a reason and they end with unconditional love for a reason. Um, People can have those in their mind, or maybe mind isn't the right word. People can have those within them and understand what these words mean. The next level is going, okay, so how do I use these? So you use them in relation to self, to others, and to God. So that's the three okay. Okay. stances. So quite often when people first start embracing the virtues, they may see it towards others. That's normally the easiest way. I should be, I should be respectful of others. Yeah. You know, respect is a good one to kind of understand first. Yeah. I should be respectful of others. Ah, but you should also be respectful of self. And ultimately, behind everything that is good is God. And so, are you respectful of God or towards God or towards your attitude towards God? And so, when you have all three, then you're being respectful to God, respectful to others, and respectful to yourself. Yeah. What we talked about earlier about people's vibrations and, yeah. and the value of having people in your life that are spiritual mm. is 
if the, if you take the extreme, it's always easier to understand things from an absurd, you know, ad, absurd extreme. So in physics, they call it ad absurd and take it to an absurd level yeah. to understand it. Mm -hmm. So if you've got someone that's really aggressive and really negative in your environment, you certainly wouldn't want them in your environment. And if that negativity was directed at you, it would be uh, disrespectful to you to allow it. Right. Now, it doesn't mean that yeah. you meet it with anger mm -hmm. and aggression, but you can choose to leave or you can choose to be peaceful and stand for yeah. what you believe in but so that you can demonstrate respect and but equally respect to other people so if that person is more marginal and maybe they're just having a bad day but they're a good person the respect you show them might be your own stillness and compassion to yes. help them get out of that negative Absolutely. state yeah. so wisdom and I think wisdom comes into it when to be when to walk away when to help yeah. when to respect self when to respect okay. yeah so the wisdom piece can often be the difficult bit, yeah. knowing when to walk yeah. away or when to stay. Because my natural instinct is wanting to to help as many people as possible. And, you know, sometimes I do find that people don't want to be receptive to to what I, what I would want to try and do, how I want to help them. Yeah. So knowing what, where the threshold is to say, do you stay or do you walk away? So, so only you know that, I guess. Yeah, this is a really, really deep subject. The where does the desire to help come from? Because when you break it down, say, say you find yourself in a situation with strangers, and some of them are being negative. Yeah. That you maybe you're gonna just random. We're on the beach here, so you're on the beach. So the next people next to you, there's a bit of a situation. Yeah. And from a compassion and kindness point of view, you maybe can help. Should you is a big question. And, and wisdom is to say, should I? And then to understand, why do I want to help? Is it because I know something they don't know and I want to give them, demonstrate my yeah. knowledge? Mm -hmm. Like, well, I think that they need more compassion towards each other. Therefore, I want to talk to them about compassion. But they didn't ask for that help. Yeah. And so they'll end up resenting it, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And you might end up in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So it... it a lot of the time, the, the desire to help might be well-intentioned, but it might actually be coming from something similar to ego. Right. Yeah, I could see how that would be. I know that sounds harsh. Yeah. Um, and also, if we layer on top of the situation, life lessons, karma, and all of these things, if what they're experiencing is a life lesson, then your interference is actually that. interfering with life lesson. Yeah. If what they're experiencing is karma, again, you, since these things come from higher up, you'd be interfering in the natural unfolding of God's will or yeah. the way of things. And so what I'm seeing is increasingly when people lose, when very, what, what I mean by people, when spiritual humans lose the desire to teach and help, then they find that they teach and help appropriately. Yeah. But when it's driven by a desire, that desire is maybe they want to feel good about themselves, or they want to they want to like show people that they're spiritual. Yeah. Show people, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like trying to make the light shine rather than allowing it to yeah. shine. So the the word ego is really important there, Mark. You know, we're we're not trying to be egotistic. If anything, we're trying to be the opposite to that. Should a part of the wisdom aspect be should you assess whether maybe your approach is is egotistic or is it coming from a place of humility and unconditional love so so yeah and I'm this i think this is where the word assess comes in suggests 
analysis, intellect, mind type yeah. stuff. And you're trying to get away from that. Well, the six virtues, the, the, the reason we found the virtues, I don't think people know this, so the reason why know. we discovered the virtues um, or were given them was because we were at the time really focused on the spiritual meditation side of things mm. and we were asking questions of what can help people to go deeper into meditation yeah. in other words deeper into stillness and we were given humility so that was the first one we were given and and so the original inquiry wasn't about how can we make ourselves better or help other people it was how can we go more into stillness and there's a clue in that because the virtues ultimately bring you closer to God and God is so neutral, accepting, loving still that God just accepts what's happening. Yeah. And when people are inspired or changed by something that's so high, it's not through action, it's through the state, it's through the stillness. So maybe wisdom is saying, don't analyse the situation, are you still enough in yourself are you neutral enough in yourself are you yeah. being the virtues as opposed to thinking about the virtues yes. because yeah. to look at someone and go I can help them guess mm. what that's, that's judgment yeah it is yes fundamentally yeah. it's based and on judgment yes it's it's not accepting the situation for what it is yeah now sometimes you have to act if there is wrongdoing yeah. or if there is something disrespecting you but quite often the action is much more passive and neutral than, than reacting. Yeah. It's yeah. making a change inside yourself. Yeah. I'm not going to let this person affect me. Yes. Yeah. And that's it. So, wonderful subject. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's so big, and we, yeah. we touched on life lessons and karma, and that's a huge thing. I'll put yeah. a link to a video. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, I think that, that's a whole aspect of things that people don't even take into account. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I always see the six virtues as, uh, as being the core of the way back. Because, like you said, if you apply the six virtues to yourself, others, then you you are applying them to, to God, and it, then bringing you closer to God. So that was you know that was the question. Can you can you just explain to me how you would take how the six virtues would bring you closer to God? And we just we've just completely. I didn't realize that was you, a question. That, that okay. was going to be that was I was going through that first part, but that was the question. And you know I I kind of know, but just. I wanted to have that conversation yeah. with you. That was what I wanted to, to have a chat about. And literally, it just came straight there. The six virtues are amazing. So when we, when we started the way back, there was a lot of focus on the, the meditative journey. Yeah. And you know that, because yeah. you know, that was my background as yeah. a meditation yeah. teacher. Yeah. The six virtues side of it, which, which is much more about the soul journey, applies to everyone whether they sit down and meditate or not yeah you know and so it's accessible even to think that someone has seen something drawn a painting and it's changed their life yeah. is amazing yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah so then you just mentioned meditation mark mm. six virtues the way back god it all started your awareness started with meditation i still get a lot of benefit from meditation mm -hmm. Do you still see meditation as being an important part of the way back meditation or the way back? Is yeah. it, it, it the clue is in the name? Well, is but it? Is it is, is it, it still a fundamental? Okay, so this is this is almost uh, huge. I mean, I, I is it is it too big a question? No, I, I've, so because, you, but, you know, I'm writing some books and I yeah. really go into this because people need to know the truth. 
so many people are out there meditating or believe that they are meditating without understanding what meditation is. Mark, could you explain what meditation is then? Or is that too big? Because <laughs> true, right, true, stillness... true, true, true meditation. Okay, right. The true meditation. So a lot, um, a lot of the stuff I, um, I've literally just been doing some research into the brainwave side of things. So what a lot of people talk about meditative brainwave yeah. state, for example, mm -hmm. is not meditation mm -hmm. at all. Is it not? It's actually taking your, your potential down, not up. Okay. And a lot of meditative practice, even stuff that's very ancient, especially if there's a mind-orientated focus towards it, is again, it's not what I would call meditation. People may get some benefits from it. When I say meditation, and, and this is something that I learned after I finished the journey, okay, which proves that you can go a long way being guided without being realising that you're being guided. So when I talk about meditation, I'm talking about, number one, you've actually been initiated. And again, there are thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that um, use the word initiation. Um, whether it's actually what I'm referring to is another thing altogether. So what I mean by initiation, let's clarify that, is that you have your crown chakra open. You, you're, you have to be a good human, your crown chakra is open and you have access to, direct access to inner experience of God's light, not astral light, lower light, etheric light, fifth dimension light, you know, fourth dimension light, third dimension light. There are so many things that people trip over and believe that that is God's light. It's not. And, but there's no way of them discriminating. Yeah. Okay. So, number one, that you've got access to God's light. And number two, then, your soul, your spirit and your consciousness together, driven by love, so you have to have a lot of love involved, are elevated by God's light into spiritual realms. And when that happens, it is not a personal-based experience. So there is no self-identity. There is no body awareness. There is yeah, no okay. kinesthetic stuff yeah. going on because you've left all the other parts of what makes you a human are quiescent, including the mind. So it's not an intellectual thing. So there's no visualization. There's no internal dialogue. There's none of, there's no manifesting through okay. the secret or any yeah, of that yeah. kind of stuff. A lot of people it's not heap into meditation. Yeah. So that's what I mean by meditation. The direction of it is in one direction, which is to God. Yeah. And that's why enlightenment is to come to God right. um, and be filled with God's light. So there's, I, I go into this in the book, yeah. um, more, much more than um, is in any of the videos or podcasts because it's such a big topic. Without the full context, people are going to be, you know, well if it looks like light, it must be light. No, you know, people can trip up too easily. And so having done that journey, the way back came afterwards because that just opened my channels there was something more and this is what the true meaning of spirituality is you don't need to sit down to be spiritual meditation was a gift it hasn't actually this potential hasn't always been um, humanity is a certain age and again again I talk about the history of humanity um, humanity is a certain age and if we said well this is the age of humanity the ability to so this is the past and this is the future the ability to meditate started about here it was done as a gift to help wake up humanity. It wasn't a, a, a necessary or an innate part. It was a gift given by God to allow humanity down here to witness God's light so that they would be inspired to go to God and to share 
that with others. And, you know, something that happened 2,000 years ago where someone came down and taught about God and love was a big part of that yeah. unfolding. And so Jesus didn't sit people down and have them meditating. He was trying to open their hearts. Yeah. And that's why, although I came from a meditation background, and when I got the domain name, I called it the Wayback Meditation, because yes. the Wayback was taken. Yeah. Um, and the name was given to me, so it had to be the way back. Um, from a from a marketing point of view, it's, a, it's not a great name because there's already other things using that name. Yeah, yeah. But that name is far older. The way is far older than where? websites and domain names. So yeah, yeah. we have to respect truth, yeah. and rather than trying to compromise and shoehorn it into modern society, which yeah. is anything but. And so, what I'm trying to say is, yes, the meditation played a big part, up to a point. The truth is that so many people are benefiting from the, the virtues, from the understanding about life lessons and soul mm -hmm. journeys and things like this, that's accessible to everyone. Not everyone's ready to sit down and meditate. And that's why I've only given the energy to a few. Even though you know, some, some people hold a different philosophy and they say, give it to everyone. But they, if you watch video 35 or podcast 35, I really talk about this. When is someone ready? What is actually spirituality? And it's a disservice to people. To It's like putting a toddler in a Formula 1 car. Yeah, yeah. Something bad is going to happen. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or at the or very nothing, least, they're nothing, not going to reach the pedals yeah, because happen. they're not ready. Yeah, and they'll so be disappointed. Yeah, so nothing will happen. Mm. You know, mm. And they'll just sit there going, <laughs> you know, thinking that they're on the journey. For a lot of people at this time, because there's a lot of negativity on the planet, meditation isn't a good idea. Right. Um, because when you meditate, you as a human being separate the core of what you are, your soul, spirit and consciousness, mm -hmm, from mm -hmm. your light body and other and your aura and other parts of you yeah. in an environment that could be potentially okay. hostile. Okay. And so with the with the people I work with, sometimes I'm saying now's not a good time yes. to yeah. hold fire. Yeah. Because it doesn't the stillness is still there. The connection is still there. And one of the things that hopefully I, maybe I can impress on you now is that the state, when I talk about states, so when someone's been given initiation or they've advanced to greater states and ultimately enlightenment is, is the greatest state, and beyond that there is God because God can't be contained in a state, the state isn't in your physical body, it's not in your aura, it's not in your light body, it's not contained in your spirit or your soul, it's something that is greater than you that you are now. Okay? And you're not now thinking it, talking it, you are it. Mm. And so the state, your state, because I know where you're at, is there, whether you're meditating or not. And what I'm trying to encourage people to do in preparation for spirituality and those that are already initiated or enlightened is to learn how to come from their state in everyday life. And that's where the virtues are so important because the virtues, when in, we got one at the first virtue because we we're asking how can we be stiller to go into the meditation. Then we were starting to ask, well, how can we be more receptive to guidance, mm -hmm. to good mm -hmm. guidance? Because not all yeah. the people no. necessarily are getting is good. Yeah. Um, and again, the virtues, you know, we, we learn more. And it really is that if you live the virtues, whether you're initiated, enlightened or not, you raise up in vibration, yeah, 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 you become yeah. more spiritual. Absolutely. But it doesn't mean that you can attain enlightenment through the virtues. No. That is only done through the revelation of light because the clues in the name, enlightenment, yeah. you know, to put yeah. light within. Yeah. So, 
I think it's a really good question, but people beat themselves up at the moment, and also there's this potential lack of wisdom. Wisdom is, with respect to my energy and my integrity as a, you know, yeah. a, 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 yes. a being able to experience God's light and stuff, is now the right time. Yeah, you know. Um, but is that then different for different people based on their states? Because um, is everybody in that state at the same time? Hang on time? a sec. Hang on a sec. Just the screen got too hot. So we lost some more. We lost some yeah. video, but that's fine. So so we lost the video there because um, it's so hot that it's cooked the camera. Yeah. But we've still got audio. Yeah. So then, so on that point, Mark, around you know advice on what people should do: should they meditate? Should they not? Should they embrace the six virtues? Should they do both? What, what would you What would you advise? Well, first of all, I try and avoid the word "should." Mm. Um, what's, what, be what's best? What could for them? What could people do? Yeah. A lot of people. It really depends where they're coming from. So look, everyone, all, all good humans are going to benefit from a bit more stillness and from understanding things like the virtues. And it might be that they just need to focus on one. It might be that they just need to focus on self or others or God. Everyone's at a different place. And what I say to people is, look, I bet you if you came back to this subject in six months' time, mm. having done some work, yeah. you, you'll get something different from it. When it comes to meditation, the people I teach, I work with, and I give them advice mm. and, and that's the responsibility and the, the, the privilege that I have as a meditation teacher. I've got guided meditates and YouTube videos where people can learn basic forms of meditation. If I was to say a generic statement, I would say that because I do get people contacting me who've, from other groups who've said, look, I've been meditating and now I've got pain in my brow or I've got, a sort right. of, you know, my, my third eye's really give me a headache um, and I say well, what have you been taught and they said well I've been doing this mantra and I've been focusing on the third eye and I'm like right well we don't teach that we tell people not to go near the third eye because actually it doesn't doesn't help in terms of higher spirituality it's a curiosity there's something going on there but it's not that helpful and we don't talk about an intense focus again that's going to give you a headache so there's practical things so I would say look rather than me saying you should or shouldn't I'd say, first of all, are you mature enough to take personal responsibility? Mm. Because if you're doing something and it's giving you a headache, why are you still doing it? Yeah, exactly. You know, be yeah. because that's just a lack of paying attention. Okay? Maybe you're forcing it, aren't you? Yeah. And so a, a, another a true story, someone contacted me. I want remote initiation. I said, I don't do remote initiation, and there's a reason. Um, and uh, I talk about... You know, because you know how much work I do to prepare people. So if I've never met someone, yeah. I don't know who, you know, then we're not, not going to necessarily jump straight to that journey. Yeah. Um, and so... Yeah, you can't do that. They've gone off and got remote initiation. Right. from somebody else. And then they've contacted me about a month later and said, well, I'm actually quite sick now. All I'd say is, look, we talked before the camera, we were just chatting and we were talking about yin and yang duality and stuff actually sorry that was nick i was chatting with nick earlier and we we're talking about yin and yang and duality <laughs> the other one. Yeah, still in the world <laughs> he was saying look like i you know i do healing for people yeah and healing is good it comes from fundamentally all that's good comes from god so healing is positive energy in a very very simple way and it has a positive outcome but if there's a lot of negativity in your environment and you're sitting there totally you know, opened up in mm -hmm. meditation, mm -hmm. guess yeah. what? You're yeah. not helping yourself. No, so, 
it's not that I'm going to say you should or shouldn't meditate, but just apply a bit more wisdom to the situation. You know, the phrase I use is all that glitters is in gold. You know, um, people just need to maybe be a bit wiser because I I think one of the tropes that maybe has been a, a, a misguided idea is that everything on higher vibrations or everything in, you know, spiritually is good. True spirituality is good. And what is good that comes from God, you know, light, love, healing, all these good things are good. But look around the world that we're in. Some people are nice, some people are not nice. And that's the nature of duality. And that's where someone sits down. So, you know, I would just say apply a little bit of wisdom rather than me saying what people should and shouldn't do. Use your wisdom. Use common sense. Use wisdom. And and because one of the soul qualities, uh, you talk about soul journey evolving, one of the things that we're here to learn is good judgment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's the old saying, shame on them if they trip you up. Mm. Shame on you if you let them trip you up a second time. In other words, it's like we have to learn by falling. We have to learn by making mistakes. But once you've learned, learn it. Do make sure you (laughs) learn. Move forward. Yeah, 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 that's that's really important, Mark. Yeah, very important indeed. So use your judgment, and as we spoke at the start, judgment can often come, or wisdom can come from the six virtues. Yeah, and actually it's funny because you've got, one of the virtues is non-judgment, Yeah, and then one of the soul qualities, or one of these things that we're here to yeah, learn, is yeah. good judgment. Yeah. So it's not saying, so, so people go, ah, but you said non-judgment. Non-judgment is being neutral. Yeah. Good judgment is when you act, what are you basing your decision yes. on? Yes. So there exactly. is a difference. There yeah. is a subtle difference. Yes, absolutely. You know, nice part. It's really hot here. It is um, really hot. Yeah, I'm beating and you're the not. The camera's being killed. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a break yeah. in, in the video. Yeah. yeah. Well, we apologise for that, but Mark, it was, it's been fantastic catching oh, up and this conversation. I love it every time we catch up. Okay. And um, yeah, it's a shame I'm only here once a year. Well, how but are things in America? How are you finding things there? Yeah, America's America's very good. It's treating us very well. And um, you know, I have a lot of diversity in my life. I have my fantastic family. We're we're a great unit. I have some wonderful friends over there. But you know, just because I have friends over there doesn't mean to say I exclude friends over here. And I have a lot of history in England. We have a lot of history, Mark. Um, I always gravitate towards Mark and then the way back, and it's fantastic that we can always do that and catch up like time hasn't passed so it's life life feels very good at the moment right? good good yeah yeah i think um virtues are all the time they're 24 7 absolutely you know yeah. and, and if that's all people get from this long <laughs> conversation yeah. yeah all right so you've asked me some advice yeah. what, what advice come on because you you're in a different role from me yeah you're you're primarily a student Student, a student of the way back. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mark, I've done three degrees. I'm not studying <laughs> that anymore. I've got the PhD. I can yeah. forget okay. it. Doctor yeah. Simeon. Yes, yes. Um, Doctor Simeon, you're a, you're a graduate of the University of Life. Um, yeah. You've you've learned from the way back. Yeah. But you're also a teacher of the way back. Yes. So I I would hand it over to you. If I wasn't here right now and you were you were closing this pod, podcast this video, the camera's still working. Off yeah. you go. Yeah, how would so the well, you're, on the, was, you're on the spot now. I'm on the spot, yeah. So how what would I take from this and how would I help others? And what would you say to people in closing? In closing, I would say um, spirituality is a wonderful thing. And if you if you know there's something greater, and if you want something more in your life and you want to feel different about life, um, take a look at the six virtues and just see. Just look at each of them, see how they make you feel. 
see how they change your vibrations or just how you feel about your situation, your life, and how great they can make you feel. And if you do look at them, take a look at the Wayback Meditation website because it's a fantastic resource, some great guidance there towards spirituality, and it's had a profound effect on my life. It makes me feel so much more rounded. It makes me feel so more, much, much more included in life. That's my parting advice, is okay. to take a look at those and, and just see how it makes you feel. And you'll probably want to learn more. Yeah, and for those that want to follow Sim's advice, there's a book on the six virtues, which you can get a free copy of on our website as a PDF. You can buy it on Amazon. It's the six virtues, um, the way back to the six virtues. And it's not for profit, so the cost literally just covers the printing costs, nothing more. Um, it's less than the price of a coffee. Um, there's podcasts. There's If you go to the website and go to the guidance page on the Six Virtues, then you'll see a whole load of videos, articles, podcasts, even a guided meditation. Yeah. So there's actually a lot of support material, yeah, and yeah. it's all 100% free. Yeah, fantastic, Mark. And I appreciate you putting it all together. I appreciate you coming yeah, yeah. all the way here. Nice one, Mark. <laughs> We're going to get a cold buddy. drink now. Here we are, you yeah. Because like I am beating <laughs> someone, and you're not. Thank you, everyone.